Hello, and welcome to the Music Teacher Coffee Talk Podcast. I'm Tanya. And I'm Carrie. We are both elementary music teachers who love to talk shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee. This is episode number 51. Today we're focusing on second grade in the music room. We'll also share highs and lows from our teaching week, a work smarter, not harder teacher tip. And in our CODA section, we'll give some specific recommendations of our favorite things in and out of the music room. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get started. So now it's time for some high notes and low notes from our teaching week. Yes. While we tell stories of woe or joy. Whatever it is appropriate. Whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So what do you have, Tanya? Okay. Well. (laughs) Kind of a combination of the two? No, not really. Okay. Not, not... Uh, I, def- I definitely think this was is a low, though not horribly damaging to anyone. Okay. Um, I mean, not me, not the class. Anyway, um, kindergartners. Oh, kindergartners. <laughs> uh, they came to my room, um, one of my kindergarten classes, and um, one little boy was very upset. He was just tired out, wanted mom. Just, you know, it was just, it's the end of the day, of yeah. course. And... Um, so we were singing our opening song. We were moving around the room, and uh, we're about ten minutes in. And when this boy, when this little boy came in, he was upset. I gave him a mindful bottle because that was something that he was cool with doing, and just like looking at it on the side of the room. So he was like on the periphery, not really participating with us. But it seemed like he was going to join. Like he was calming down for sure. So we're moving around the room. Um, in the scattered formation, and I look over, and he has his pants uh, about around his knees. And oh, good times. Yeah, I, so, you know, I see the naked from the waist down, and he's not, you know, I'm just playing with, playing with himself. Yeah. But, but not in a, in a horrid way. way. Yeah. Just, just kind of like. Just checking things out. Just, hey, you know, here's an <laughs> appendage of mine. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I kind of well, walked over and said, hey, um, do you need to pull the pull pants up? And he was like, huh, I think I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, I, yeah, well, maybe, but let, let's pull all this stuff up first. And then go to the bathroom. And then go to the bathroom. So, you know, it was just one of those kindergarten moments. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, it's... Unfortunately, I've been teaching long enough that that was not my first time encountering something like that. Oh, yeah. I feel like I see a butt at least once a year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, either on purpose to moon somebody and hee 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 or just doing really? the same thing. Really? Kids are mooning each other? Well, I mean, we have a couple. Well, yeah, we have. <laughs> yes. Are these three We actually too? just had this issue like last week. Oh, wow. Two kids ended up going to visit the principal and he had to have the conversation with them about... You know why it's important that we don't show our tushies at school. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens. Yeah, and it I've happens. seen tushies, but I don't always see penises like yeah bouncing around <laughs> in the music room. Uh, when they bouncing on I, the steady beat. Well, no, not at all. No, I didn't. Oh I, man, that's <laughs> some lowbrow humor today. Oh yeah. So <laughs> not even the worst part of my week, but anyway. But at least you can laugh about that one. I can laugh about it. Yeah. You know, I'm just happy when it doesn't does not involve me picking up extra excrement. No, oh, oh god, that's kind of like you know. Yeah. If I had to deal Things with have gone too far. body fluids, then I'd be like, ah. Oh. But this was kind of like, eh. 
okay, just put that away and put yeah. your hands up. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Anyway, so oh. sorry if you are eating or have anybody in the car that doesn't want to hear the word penis. <laughs> I understand. Maybe you should put a disclaimer at the beginning of this one. Oh, man. So tell me about your high or low oh. for this week. Well, I'm going to share a low. It's just a silly thing, but... um. <laughs> It's snowing in Colorado. It is. And not only is it, like, snowing, it's going to snow for, like, three days. Mm-hmm. And it's going to continue until Halloween. Yep. And it's going to be still very cold on Halloween. Yes. And I'm sad about this personally because Halloween is, I mean, it's always a toss-up, Halloween or Christmas. But I really love Halloween, and I love taking my kids trick-or-treating. And yes. I'm just sad that we might not get much trick-or-treating, but I'm also scared <laughs> Scared for the week at school, knowing it's going to be inside recess, probably. I don't know. I guess it depends on the temperature. Mm. I feel like we are quick to keep them in, though, at my school. Oh. Um, at least have been in the past. I don't know. We have a new principal. He might be a bit more hardcore, but we'll see. I'm at the mountain school this week, so it's like, I think it's got to be like blizzarding. Oh, yeah. Because these these families and they're like but will they still send them out oh yeah no yeah. they're like go the out there like, yeah yeah well that's i mean that's how it was when i was a kid not to sound all you know i mean they're they're safe it, it's but, not like well yeah you know. they, and they know how to dress appropriately and that's a big part of it a lot of my kids don't have the things to dress appropriately and we try to give them things but this is still pretty early in the year i don't think a lot of kids have coats yet mm. you know good coats um we're still you know just wearing Gosh, a hoodie maybe instead of trunk or treating we should have coat drives yeah right now. oh so so, yeah, I normally love snow. I really don't have an issue with it. But as a teacher and as a mom, I'm just a little bit sad about the snow. And just it's just kind of putting a damper, well, literally, mm-hmm. on, um, on my Halloween. Okay. I'm just being sad about it and boohoo about it. But it's it'll, pretty. It'll be over soon. I know. And then it'll be like 80 degrees in November. Probably. Yeah. So we've come to our main theme, and we are focusing on second grade and concepts, melodic and rhythmic concepts, that we really focus in on in second grade. Yes. Yes, provided that they've had first grade and hey, maybe even kindergarten. Yeah. You know, up yeah. till now. Because if you have them in second grade and um, they don't have, say, so me, ta, and titi, you got to Got to go there first. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. But we're just going to focus on yeah, as if grade. you had had them in at least first grade and uh-huh. maybe kinder too. So um, again, we always have to mention take some time at the beginning of the year to, to review, 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 review. review. Um, especially at a, if you're at a school like mine with a very transient population, you got lots of kids coming in and out. I really, really need to make sure that I take. Yeah. And I've learned this the hard way. Take some good couple of weeks or to if review. you're in a set schedule like mine where you see all where you see kids every day for a week but then not again for two oh, yeah. weeks yeah yeah so That's i'm seeing too. i'm seeing how we don't remember right things yeah, yeah. So definitely reviewing past things, whether you use the same literature as you did in first grade or new literature that uses that concept. Yes. That's, I've done it both ways and a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, so then what ends up typically happening for me as far as the first concept I focus on in second grade is it ends up being law. 
Um, and whether it's I'm teaching law completely because I didn't get to it in first grade, yeah. or even if I did get to it in first grade, now I'm focusing specifically on the so me la so mm-hmm. me yeah. turn. That because that's much more difficult for students. That than leap the, between me and law. So and on, honestly, this happens to me every year where I do get to law in first grade, but just barely. Yeah. And you know, I think maybe I need to look at that again and say let's just not. Right. Um. Because I always end up pretty much reteaching it. Right. And I think I mentioned this in our first grade episode. There's sometimes, and last year as an example of this, um, I, I technically presented law, mm-hmm. but it was still pretty much in that iconic stage. Yes. Even though they know the staff and they knew so me and the staff, we didn't really talk heavily about how law is just a step away, mm-hmm. line or space, until we came back to second right. grade. So that way I at least introduced the concept of the pitch law, mm-hmm. And using body signs for law, um, but we didn't read it on the staff until right. we got to second grade. So, yeah. a couple of favorite So Me La So Me yes. songs. No robbers out today, no robbers out today. We are singing on our way for there's no robbers out today. Oh, I think my knee was a little flat, sorry. Um, Can you I, tell me about your game for that one? Okay, yeah. It's <laughs> you know, putting you on the spot. Uh, yeah. So I just do a um, basic long way set. Not that they're going to dance down the alley or any of that. Okay. But um, we, we're just in the land of make-believe yes. where we are um, houses where people in their houses up and down the street. And then there's the street in between us. Um, everyone closes their eyes. And I say, I'm going to go around the circle while we're singing the song. Or not the circle, excuse me. I'm going to go around our set while we're singing the song. If I put an X on your back, then you know that you are the robber. So after I've chosen the robber, which is this totally secret thing, which you really got to explain to them if you've never done something like this before, because they'll, like, give it away. Or right. they'll go, like, what do I, when do I, you know, yeah. they'll give themselves Why away. Why are you touching me yeah. on the back? <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, trial and error. Uh, and then you have a uh, police officer. Mm-hmm. Who patrols the neighborhood. Mm. Yeah. So I always make, you know, these talks about how we're covenants controlled and we've got a patrol person who's been <laughs> nice. hired to walk up and down. Anyway, so. Cop. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so um, they don't get a segue or anything. They just walk up and down the alleyway while we're singing, no robbers out today. Right. Um, and then we keep singing it at some point while we're singing it. When the police officer is is walking away, uh-huh. the robber tries to ex, um, sneak out of where they are in the line and sneak all the way around the houses, run all the way around the houses, and get back to their house. Oh, so it ends up yes. being like a little chase. It's like a little okay. chase, and Cute. I mean, it's it's very silly. I you know. Did you make that up? Don't think I made that up, but I honestly don't know where I got that. That's very. I just cute. tell them it's a cheese. I don't get too intense with like, you know the details except for I say it's a cheese robber and the cheese robber is actually among them someone's going out at night and stealing everyone's cheese oh gosh that sounds horrible I know I love and cheese. Uh, <laughs> why cheese I have no idea that anyway cute. so yeah and so they try to sneak around and and if the if they're caught by the officer then they are um, effectively I say put in jail so we have like a little area off, you know, uh-huh. away from the set. And then during the next setup, that person sneaks out of jail and picks the next robber by writing an X on their back. Oh, okay. Yes. And if the um, police officer has apprehended 
that robber, they get to go another round. Nice. Because they're doing a good job. Yeah. And, and the neighborhood wants to keep them on. Oh, yeah. And if they didn't catch the robber, they say, you know, we say the neighborhood yeah. thinks you need some rest. Yes. Yeah. Um, you've been New put recruits. on leave. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> anyway, wow. so this actually brings up something because I saw something on Facebook the other day. Someone said that in that they were playing this exact game. Uh-huh. Um, and that an administrator was was not happy because the population it might be upsetting to kids who have parents who are in the jailing system. You know. So I mean, you gotta be sensitive to that. And yes. initially when I read that I was like, What? And then I thought through it and I went, you know, that 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 could be a thing. You know, Definitely. and you were talking about while well, you were talking about I was thinking this through because that I have a population where yeah. one might think that could be upsetting. But yet, I see all the time kids playing good old cops and robbers outside on the playground. Really? Yes, all the time. Hmm. Which is maybe concerning because does it make seen... it right though? Doesn't make it wrong. I mean, okay. kids are kids. Like I just, I don't want to stifle their creative play. Well, if yeah. that's their way, if if we're if we're also thinking okay, but about... if you saw them th- doing cowboys and Indians, okay, well. Kids just don't do that anymore in my, I mean, no, in my world. Not in my world either, but, but I'm just trying to. But that's not the issue. To... The issue isn't racial. The issue is good choice, bad choice kind of a thing. And Yeah, but are we coming out and saying that cops are always making the good choice and robbers are always, well, I mean. No, but what I was thinking is this is their way, possibly, of processing through things maybe they have seen. Well, yeah, that's what all children's games are about, Exactly. So in that sense, in that way, no, I'm not going to stifle them from playing cops and robbers on the playground. They don't call it that. They call it, what do they call it? They don't call it cops and robbers. They just call it, like, Good guys, bad guys. Yeah, good guy, bad guy. Jail, like going to jail. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I know. And at first I was kind of like, ooh. But at the same time, I'm like, they're processing. And I know for sure some of those kids have probably seen an adult in their life that they've actually seen them get handcuffed and taken to jail. Like, I've heard kids talk about it. I've heard these stories. So if this is their way of processing and it's healthy and no one's getting hurt, I'm like, that's kids, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of letting that go. So, uh-huh. I don't have a problem with that. You have to know your community. You and, do. And if you... you if, do. Honestly, if I had a, a parent contact me, this is not a hill I'm going to die on. Sure. There's plenty of So Me La So Me songs. Oh, yeah. So, but, But you that's know. cute. But it's a... They love the game. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, my current favorite for this is blue bells, cockle shells, Ivy Ivy overhead, and there's Whee! lots of different variants of that. But that's mm-hmm. the one that I do. You ring the dish rag on that day. one? Yeah. So that's that's what we've been doing in second grade. It's I've been teaching them how to ring the dish rag. We do it on the word overhead. Oh, because your hands are going over your well, head. Yeah. Yeah. So we do. I don't add that little wee. At the oh, end. I add the wee, and that's when we oh. ring the dish rag yeah, because no, they we stop just singing do it the... when they ring the dish rag. So. Well, that's just true. Make it a week. Um, yeah, so I've just been doing that in second grade this week, and it was a great reading on the staff thing, and then we went and played the little game, mm-hmm. which there isn't much to the game other than that. But it's a great, they love ringing the dish rag. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, should we move on to then, like, how, are, are we going in the order of what how we do these concepts? We didn't talk about We're this We're not going in, a, in, the, in that specific order. Oh, okay. Because I would not, well, I would, but we would definitely be reviewing Ta, ti, ti, half, oh, yeah. And I'm doing all of that, like, 
and which culminates in the law thing. Right. Um, you know, I do want to shout out to Atiska Tasca. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we skipped. No, that that's one. okay. Um, so this is one that you're isolating that melodic pattern for a tisket, a tasket, a green and yellow basket. Because once you get, I wrote a letter to oh, yeah, my... Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't go there. Now you're in um, Fawland. Now you're, yeah, all over the place. So there's not that to be melodically. But just a tisket, a tasket is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a fun book, that uh, a picture book that was actually based on the Ella Fitzgerald version. Right, right. Right, so it goes along with those. So when I do that book, I don't sing it. I have Ella sing it. I just flip pages. Yeah. So that's a kind of a fun little um, tie-in. Oh, totally. You know, with that. So, yeah, to get a task it in. That's a great one. Yeah. Move um, on. All right, so then my next concept in second grade is then half note. Yeah. Are we? Are you there? We're half noting. There? Yeah, and so... Um, this is where the discussion begins about... This is where we talk about... Are there that many true half-note songs? Is it a half-note? Because most of our half-note songs, we see that half-note's at the end of the phrase. Yeah. Is it really a half-note? Or is it a quarter-note with a half with a, a quarter rest? Right. And, you know, as a vocalist, you know, you know that when you're singing in a choral situation or even when you're singing as a soloist, you know, sometimes you do have to cut off some of those durations to take a breath exactly you know? and so and i don't them just don't seem to flow like right now i'm looking at the holy names website and i'm looking specifically at half note songs and i'm looking at down camel lady which is really interesting because i use that for rest right in that same exact spot because it yeah. just feels like down came a lady down came two, down you know it just yeah. seems like a natural rest it doesn't feel to me, down came two, down came Lord Daniel's wife, and she was dressed in blue. Yeah. It does not feel like a half note to me. But if you look here um, on the Holy Names website, I mean, there's a someone from Virginia that's been recorded. So this is like an authentic, you know, someone wrote this down from a field recording and... Yeah, but they wrote it down yeah. with the half note. That doesn't mean it was necessarily sung. Yeah, that maybe the way. informant was just milking those notes yeah. on that particular day. <clears throat> so you know, you really have to make a choice for yourself and your students. You know how particular you're going to get as far as if the half notes at the end of whatever particular song you're doing to teach the half note. Are you really gonna have them hold it out? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it just it has to be a personal decision at that point. But there are a couple of great gems yes. where the half note isn't just at the end. Yes. So um, who is that tapping at the window? Yeah, because that starts with half notes. So. Exactly. Yeah. So should we sing it? Okay, go ahead. You, well, <laughs> it was your song. Here I didn't we mean to go. steal it. Who's that tapping at the window? Who's that tapping at the door? Oh, I sing knocking, it. knocking at the door. Okay, Sorry. thank you. I am. Tapping at the window, I am knocking at the door. And right. I play it as a vocal identification game. Yep, yep. And do you have two different kids tap and knock, or do you just have one kid do I both? do have two different kids. So I'll say you're mystery singer number one, and yep. you're mystery singer number two. Yep, I say you're the tapper and you're the knocker. Yeah. And <laughs> if they're not confident, if it's, you know, that I, st- I have a group of kids who are just like, I can't sing by myself, I won't do it, you know, in this format, which yeah. is doesn't really happen much because they have to be singing roll call for me already so much but sometimes I'll pair them up so I'll be like the two of you are mystery guests number one oh nice and the two of you are mystery guests number two and that makes it harder yeah makes it harder for the 
the kid who is blindfolded to guess, and they know their voices, each other's voices so well. So So that's a great one because it has the two half notes in a row. Yes. Um, Another one is Here Comes the Bluebird. Mm -hmm. So this is the version that goes, Here comes a bluebird in through my window. Hey, diddle dum a day, day, day. And that last day could be a half note or it could be a quarter Yeah, rest. but you got that but in the middle of that, that hey, hey. Yeah. which really drives it. Yes. Yes. And the game that I play with that one is we make windows. Um, one student's the bluebird, and I give them my little bluebird finger puppet. They go in and out the windows during that first part of the song that we just sang. And the second part we sing, takes a little partner, hops in the garden. Hey, diddle dum a day, day, day. And takes a little partner. They join one hand because one hand is busy holding the bluebird. So they take one hand with somebody in the circle. They hop and trade places and hops in the garden, hand the bluebird to the next student and off they go and then they're the blue oh, so it's just that. a simple that's swap a, in swap out swapping in swapping yeah out which is so basic but i just i still it. really like it yeah and it's interesting because i don't know why i i don't snowball with that one <laughs> i do snowball with the first grade one but i i don't know sometimes i have more than one should we bluebird. explain what we're talking about oh yeah yeah so when the student picks a bluebird to come into the circle they both are now bluebirds is mm-hmm. that what you mean yes yeah so it's just snowballing you're just cu- accumulating twice as many each time so if there's right. one bluebird who did, then takes someone by the hands and hops in the garden then the next time there's the two bluebirds and now you've got four people hopping in the garden yeah. and then you get eight, so by eight, the time eight you're done yeah. everybody's a bluebird yeah. and they're just flying around the garden yeah um and then i just want to mention too with half note i mean i i I'm not sure if you do the same process, Tanya, but there's kind of a mini presentation when I'm preparing half note where I present the idea of what a tie is. Oh, yeah. So with, like, the song, Who's That Tapping at the Window, Mm -hmm. I show them the rhythm with ta, 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 ti, 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 ta, ta. And then we sing, who's, who's that, that tapping at the window? Oh, that's so silly. That's not right. And then we talk about how, oh, we don't need two sounds here. We need one longer sound. So I do a little, you know, tie presentation. And and I will send you a dollar if your students don't say, it's a smiley face. (laughs) Oh, gosh, yeah, no. They're going to every single time. (laughs) And then, you know, after we've been working with the tie for a while, and I like to do the popsicle stick dictation with the tie yes. and then use a string exactly little piece of yarn a little piece of yarn um, in there. then when it's time to present the actual half note um this story i learned from ann eisen when i taught um my when i got my level three kodai i'm not sure why she talked about half note in level three maybe she just told the story because oh tell the ann eisen story oh yeah so it's the chalk story Oh, how they, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, so the idea is we talk about how, you know, they, they made all of this chalk, you know, in this chalk factory way across the ocean in some nondescript place. I never talk about it. And, um, they were that the ship full of chalk was coming across the ocean, and oh my gosh, boys and girls, I just found out that the ship sank. And so, this is, I know, so this is Save all, the chalk. yes, this is all the chalk. Now, granted, this is what's so funny about it is that obviously. When Anne was teaching, and honestly, in the beginning of my teaching, it was the chalk story. Mm-hmm. Well, then it became the marker story, right? Right. Because we're using dry erase markers, right. so I say we have to save it marker. It could be the um, no budget story. Oh well, exactly. <laughs> so you know, instead of drawing, hey a kids, ta- I don't have the budget. 
Exactly. To buy more markers. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> Instead of having the tie and the tie and the tie, oh my gosh, that used so much marker, right. I'm going to show you this symbol instead, which means the same thing. Yes. Um, but now, even still, my kids are so clever because they're like, well, you could just write it on the smart board. I'm like, yeah, yes, well, but there are times with the energy that it takes, kids. <laughs> so, anyways, yes. that's kind of my go to for any time. And I think this is why Anne talked about it because later on in level three, we talked mm-hmm. about tying. Yeah, so there's know, lots of things. later. Rhythmic concepts yeah. where you're tying things, and you know yeah. what? Sometimes I think it's a good way to present, and sometimes not so much. It depends on what it is, but it really for depends. half note, I really love it. Oh, and should we also mention what do you call half note, Tanya? I once call you it have... long. Okay, that's what you call it in the prep stage. I do, and I also wanted to make sure that I mentioned that it's really important that immediately I connect a movement. Yes. To this, and what right? is your movement? Well. Um, I've been known to draw rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> so we bring our hands together and we draw a rainbow, you know, from one side to the other. Yeah. So we'll say, long, long, tee, 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 ta, ta, long. But um, another way, I have also done it where we slide, we we slide clap up. Clap and then a slide. Clap and slide yeah. up the arm. And um, just like we were talking about rests and not making sounds on the rests, I like to call it, it, after presenting or once presented, I call it two. Yes. And the reason for that is because I am not a fan of the ta-ah, which I have heard. Oh, yeah. And I did that for years and years. And you taught me the magic of two (laughs) instead of ta-ah because what inevitably ended up happening is they accent that second beat. Ta-ah, ta-ah. And it just becomes so problematic and unmusical. Right. And then when we're reading the rhythm, we don't want to put that. I mean, we're. I'm like, boys and girls, if I was playing this on the flute, I wouldn't go. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's just so much easier for them to say two, two. Exactly, and they're not. It doesn't. That whole pulsing the second syllable does not happen when you say two. No, and it's it's not necessary if they have that internal beat. Yeah, while they're saying. And that's why I I think it's the vowel because it's long. It's the same thing. Yeah, they don't go law. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I I do the same thing when when I've presented tie we call the tide rhythm tie. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then once I've shown them to him. So what do you call it before the tie? You know what? I that's interesting because. I don't know. I think oftentimes I do something like where we'll sing the words where we don't know the rhythm. Uh-huh. So if I'm using who's yeah. that, we would sing who's that, which sometimes end up being becomes like a little silly thing. Right. Like, oh, we don't know the rhythm, so let's say the words, and then we're saying, who is that TT? Yeah, know, which they yeah. think is kind of cute. I just call attention or, yeah. to like, I wow, probably say long. What about, yeah, this is longer. Doesn't this feels longer? We're moving longer than yeah. one beat, right? Yeah. Totally. Mm, let's call it long yeah. for now. I'm, I'm sure I do the same thing, too. Yeah. Just, um, do you have any other half note? Well, I should Sammy Sackett it because um, someone on Instagram was asking me, and I, I need to record oh, videos. Yes. Second graders, we're not there yet. That's why we're not. That's I'm another not kind of that. cumulative type of game. Where yes. Do yeah. you want to explain it, or is it too no. much to explain? Okay, <laughs> it's to be continued. Yeah, it, it's taken me a couple times even watching you. Not to say the game is that complicated, but no, but there's all these why. little things that pop up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that so, you don't know until you're doing it with like actual kids. Okay. Yeah. So um, now you've got a little, you know, anticipation coming for yes, a Sammy for Sackett Sammy video. Sammy Sackett, to come hang eventually. on to my jacket, hang on to my coat. Yeah, that's a little low. All right, but uh, yeah. Well, I'll let I'll, I'll give a heads up when we Sammy sack it. Maybe I'll make cool. an IG video because 
I'm not good at that. I haven't done those yet. Oh, yeah. You know. That would be good. All right. And then pretty quickly, do you teach half rest somewhere along the way? You know, I really don't. I don't. It's kind of one of those things that comes up it when just, it comes up. When it up. comes up, it comes up. I have um, a set of flashcards that I created that shows the half rest and it yeah. also shows quarter rests, like two quarter rests. And I just say, okay, well, when it's... Instead of writing this twice, writing yes. a quarter rest and a tall rest and a tall rest. marker. Yeah. We, <laughs> the marker half, story comes back. A half a gentleman leaves his hat on when he yeah. meets somebody. Oh, yeah. A yes. whole gentleman tips his hat and takes it off. Oh, yes. All the classics. Yeah. And then they go, what hat? What are you talking about, yeah, lady? I don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't <laughs> tap our We don't tip our hats at all. We don't even, like. We don't take them Acknowledge off when we that enter. someone's speaking. Yes. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Maybe I could do like upgrade it to like a baseball cap right. story. And I know we said we weren't going to talk about whole no, but I just want to mention, you know, whole no again is one of those things that, you know, for me, it doesn't have like its own concept. It's plan. not really a natural within the repertoire. Yeah. Rest. It's kind of like see. when it comes up, like you mentioned off mic. Re- yeah. When you're teaching recorder, recorder. usually it's going to come up. When it comes I, up in recorder. I do kind of force the matter in second grade because there's something to me that's, you know, it just speaks to my type A personality, I guess, where I just, I like to kind of wrap it all up with a nice clean bow that by the end of second grade, they know whole note, half note, quarter notes, and eighth notes. And I do introduce that terminology by the end of second grade. Sure. That, you know, this is what we say when we're clapping it. You know, but this is what its official name is. Right. And then we do a lot of things with, like, rhythm pizzas, with yes. whole pizzas, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, right. And that's where you, you know, can bring all those fractions Again, in. it kind of depends. And it depends on the year. There are some years in second grade I don't necessarily get to it, but there are some years where my second graders are really rocking it, and mm-hmm. I feel like they're ready for it, so I just go for it. Yes. And so. movement-wise, something that is fun to bring in is um, having them move to oh, yeah. uh, across the room, and I'll have them like follow the drum or follow the piano, and we'll say half, half, or yeah. two, two. I haven't ta, been ta ta ta, and I'll say, you know, he's got an empty belly. He's a little hungry. He's moving slower than his friends. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Um, I haven't been brave enough to try it, but one thing that I've seen our friend Fritz Anders, who teaches in our district, Brilliant who is Dalcros the Dalcros, amazing teacher, um, he does this activity with balloons where each kid has a balloon and they toss it in the air and oh. catch it on each whole note because you need something that can float. Right. You know, even scarves aren't going to give no. you that that space. So you could do it where they're sharing with a partner, where they're tossing it back and forth, and then when you change to half notes, now they have to do smaller. I'm just thinking of all the ways that could go wrong. Have you seen him do it with real kids? Yeah, well, he has a video. We should link to it. He has a video on YouTube. Fritz has a really great YouTube channel with wonderful videos of his students um, doing these things. Because, yeah, every time he talks about it or demonstrates it in a workshop or something, I go, "Uh, yeah, right. And then (laughs) then I see him do it with real kids, and I go, oh, Oh, yeah, okay, you are serious. Nice. Um, So I have not been brave enough to try it. Maybe this year will be the year that I I do it. I also really, really hate blowing up balloons. Like, I Uh myself hate it. I hate the process. It takes so damn long. And I hate the whole, like, yeah, the, like, the tying on off at the end, it's just, oh, my gosh. So You need to somebody, recruit some big kids. I need to get some parent volunteers. I have a couple of amazing parents who would probably do it if I asked them to. If I bought the balloons and just like, I have a bag of balloons that I have not used that, oh, this year yet. That I, here you go. You're going to do balloons. But the reason I haven't done the balloons is because of what you just said, that whole, like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, 
my second grade. I've got 33 second graders well, in one you class. Do. Yeah. And so you know things will pop. So well, you've got to be prepared. Well, that's when you should definitely, I would have them do a partner. I wouldn't have them each other. On oh, the oh my gosh. But yeah, and you know, I'm sure that you have going to have lots of talks about popping them on purpose Ugh. and the whole thing. And at if this it pops, point, you're it's done. just I not mean, worth it. My, no, not, not right now. It's well, not maybe when you see the video, you'll change your mind because it's pretty magical. So we'll be sure I'm to link sure. to that video. I can't so. wait. Yeah. So um, really, that's kind of it rhythmically for second grade yes. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people really try to sneak in ticka ticka and 16th notes in sixth, second grade. That's no. good for you. I'm not there. No, I'm just neither. not. And I just, I like to say Ticka ticka is just perfect fit for early third grade. Well, and I find that the repertoire, um, yeah, I mean, the repertoire itself usually is larger tonally. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I like and saving it t- Well, we'll talk when we talk third yeah. grade. But it's, it's a... It's a simple, it's a super simple, and there's so many wonderful songs. I know. It's a great and they beginning get of the it year. really well, yeah. but third grade, beginning yeah. of third grade is That's perfect. my preference, too. All right, so let's talk about let's, melodically what's going to happen. Let's do it up. Yeah, so yeah. we talked about law, but You get yeah. to resolve. The, the, yes, and it feels we're, so good. Yeah, we're <laughs> feeling dough in our heads all the time anyway, right? Yeah. So, um... I prefer to start to introduce Do through the descending triad of So Me Do. Exactly. And there's so many great songs. Yes. Like So Me Do. So. I'm sorry, I changed keys. Yeah, that's okay. So I, I picked da, a bad one. So Me Do. Re Do. Re Do. So Me Do. So Me Do. Re Do. Re Do. Da Da Da. Da Da Da. Re Do. Re Do. Da Da Da. Da da da, da da da. Do you have a video of your kids doing the clapping game somewhere? I don't. Maybe you and I can do a little video sometime. That would be if fun. We have I just adore that. Um, I mean, it's just. I was a... just watching what you were doing with your hands in the air, and yours looks a little more complicated. I think I simplified it along the way oh. with my students. Oh, so maybe okay. we'll we'll talk about that later. Maybe we can make a video of us doing sorry. To... Yeah, if we have yeah. time today, if not another day. Um, but and, and so I'm, that I'm sorry. Remind uh, me where in Africa that song comes from. I can't you know what remember. I I want to say it's either Ghana or Zimbabwe. I because I know that I'm, it's. Almost positive it's Zimbabwe. Okay, because I know it is in the book. Let your voice be heard. Yeah. Um. So I'd have to. So and and yes, those are all it's songs. It's from Zimbabwe. Just oh yeah. Okay. Yes, thank cool. you. It was not coming to my head immediately. And and Sorita is it's great. It's just it's, a hello. It's hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, so great one for that. So and if you and that particular resource, which I will link to, is I, I've mentioned it before. It's a fantastic resource. Let your voice be heard because it's got instrumental parts in there, but it also has field recordings because this music teacher and musicologist she went to Zimbabwe and Ghana and you know hung around and had kids teach her these things. So you hear the kids, you know, just like any awesome. of these field recordings. So it's yeah. it's really worth and it's worth having your students hear these lovely oh, yeah. voices. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And I love Sarita um, for presenting Do when I do present it because the So of Sarita ends up being the pitch So. Yes. And the Re ends up being Me, and the yes. Da ends up being Do. So it's so yes, similar to the yes. solfege that the kids, they get kind of a kick out of that. Oh, uh, no. Which is yeah. really cute. Um, my other favorite So Me Do for getting Do going is Mouse Mousy. Mm-hmm. Um, mouse, mousey, in the housey, hurry, hurry, do. Or the kitty in the housey will be chasing you. Now, it took me a while to find a version of the game that I liked. 
Okay. So can should I share? So it's a chase game. Yeah. And what's your So chase what fight? I do is I have um, just this little yellow koosh ball and we call it the cheese. And so I give it to one of the students. Does it stand alone? Oh, well, it does. <laughs> because um, so I give it to actually to the cat because cats like cheese too. Mm-hmm. My my cat will attest to this. I my cat will try to eat cheese and then barf later. So anyways, oh, nice. I don't tell the kids that. <laughs> but um so the cat has cheese, but the cat decides he's gonna take a little break, you know go for a little walk and come back to his cheese later so he leaves his cheese and then I have that kid close their eyes and I choose a mouse and I do that silently the cat doesn't know who the mouse is so then while we're singing mouse mousey the cat goes for a walk Uh, and then at the end of the game when we say run the mouse stands up from wherever they are and they have to get to the cat's spot where the cheese is now sitting right and so it's interesting because it's like the bathroom pass right (laughs) so then it ends up literally becoming a cat and mouse game because I tell them unlike duck duck goose or a duck duck goose kind of game you can change directions anytime you want so there ends up being this whole cat mouse thing where they're right. kind of in this standoff situation oh, that's fun. I don't know it just took me a while do you have a, a countdown or something because that could go on yes so really just kind of once it gets to the point where it feels like it's taking forever I just go five four three two one yeah and so if the mouse succeeds in taking the cat's cheese Mm -hmm. then the mouse gets to choose who the next cat is if the cat succeeds then the cat gets to choose who the next cat is okay if neither of them win if the standoff ensues i get to choose and that's how i play it um and that makes it an interesting enough chase game i know there's other ways you can do it but i like that version the best no that's fun that's really fun yeah and then uh, my other go-to sell me does is wallflowers yeah and let's talk about let's talk well first of all let's sing it okay just in case people don't know it go for it wallflowers wallflowers climbing up so high may i get the measles and never ever die let's all go to kenya's house oh i sent it to you she has no relations she can tick and Okay, this you is where it's and point and I do. She can tick and tack and turn her back and wave to the congregation. So that's the one I, originally I think that I learned from Lamar, but then there's another one. She can kick and point her toes and wave to the congregation. Oh, I which like rhythmically, the tick- I know, it's, I like that funky. The tick and tack is interesting, yeah, because it adds that extra two beats it in does, there or whatever yeah. it is. So anyways, obviously But that's not why I don't do it. The, I haven't done it in two years. Because of the measles. Because people are dying of the measles. I know. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? I think I did it last year, and the whole time I was nervous. Were you? And I thought, this, I probably can't do this again. It's, yeah, well, this is one of those that... You, I mean, it's so catchy, and this oh, is and one they of those love the game because it's just love. a kid gets to go to the middle and boogie. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and they, wave they love to the congregation. That. Yeah, they gets to their Fortnite dances and the whole thing. Um, you know, and I used to just explain it to the kids. You know, like we've t- I think we've talked about this on another episode. You know that back in the day, people used to get the measles, mm-hmm. and now we don't because everyone gets their shots. Well, that's where it gets tricky, right? right. Because not everyone's getting their shots, right. um, and that's not the children's fault. And I don't want them going home and saying to their parents, "Well, have I had my shots? Because if I don't, I'm going to die." But and they're in school, so they have. However, not necessarily. Parents can opt out. Really? They can. In public school? They can. For reals? Yes. Really? In public school? Yes, you can actually look up the data at any given school. You're going to have a percentage of kids who are not vaccinated. (gasps) That's horrifying. I know. Okay. Well, the other thing about wallflowers, I, when I was, um, in my first couple years of teaching, I made the mistake of like, 
with second graders talking more about the lyrics of yeah, Wallflyers. I never went there with and the kids, but that's not a good it, idea. Just because people might not know. Well, um, I just we kind of had a conversation about like, what's this song about? And like, boy, it sure is a happy, jolly song. And and you know, the the kind of takeaway is this is a song that allows us to laugh and joke about things that are 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 sad and heavy. Like when we say, well, Carrie has no relations. Why not? Well, because they all died of measles. And she can kick and point her toes and wave to the congregation and say, you're not going to be seeing me. No funerals for me. I'm still alive. And this is like how people deal with really heavy things. And isn't it great that we have songs that um, the the mood of the song and the lyrics don't exactly match up, but it's yeah. just a way... Isn't it cool that we have songs that gives you a way to deal with things that like no might, robbers like, out tonight? Yeah, that might be, <laughs> you know, very sad. Yeah, totally. And sometimes you can deal with those sad things by making the music match and the mood match the subject. And sometimes you can say, "I'm laughing at death, and this is how I'm going to deal with it." It's yeah. like you're not getting me death because right. Yeah. I I'm not going I'm not gonna die. So I will say last year I did do wallflowers and I did have a moment. My principal came and talked to me and said, Hey, we have this second grader who is concerned about a song that you're doing in class and I was like, Oh yeah, wallflowers. And he was <laughs> like, No, he didn't say wallflowers. He said something about a wolf and I was like we are playing in the forest. So that kid had an issue and was talking about that song. What? Um, about wolf, are you coming, and the wolf getting you. And it really turns out that this kid was just having a real dude day, as I like to call it. That's what my stepdad calls it. A dude day <laughs> where he was having a really rough day, and he was looking for something to blame his problems on. Hmm. And, I mean, I, I know it sounds horrible wow. and insensitive to me, but really, he was he had nothing to do with music class. He didn't even have music that day. He was like... Well, but then I got upset about the wolf. And the principal was like, well, what are you talking about? Oh. So, yeah, and this kid, he's got he's got some issues. Okay. Um, poor guy. But anyways, huh, the point being that, that he was like, no, it wasn't the wallflower song, but tell me, what's the wallflower <laughs> song? And I was like, oh, crud. So then I told him the story, and then I had to tell him the whole story that we just talked about uh-huh. how so many of our songs are written so kids can deal with their issues and their feelings. Yeah. Do you know Ring Around the Rosie comes from right. the plague? You know, that's always my classic Let's talk example. about murder ballads, kids. <laughs> oh, yay. So anyways, at that point, this principal, who was actually an interim principal at the time, because our regular principal was on leave, kind of looked at me and went, yeah, so I don't know if you should do that song anymore. And I was, he's like, but the wolf one sounds fine in comparison. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of shot myself in the foot Well, I, I don't, I mean, if it weren't for the measles bit, I would totally do this because I think this is one of those... Um, I, well, it's a great song, and and I don't. I'm not going to have this conversation that I had once upon a time during my first couple years of teaching because I did have a student who was really upset that I had to talk. Yeah, down I remember after you that. talked about that. Yeah, um, is this one of those songs that you would ever dare change measles to something? Way... You know what? I thought about that too, but I can't think of anything that fits well. I mean, because it would have to be something so ridiculous, right? Like, um, well, yeah, because you can die like from nothing. everything. Um, What's going to fit in there? I don't know. I don't either. Man, okay, I'll have to think about this. I don't, one. and I'm, I'm not. I mean, I understand changing lyrics up um, 
for certain things, but this is one of those that just doesn't feel that I doesn't know. feel. And then it just goes back to the the final word, which is: Are there other songs that fulfill the purpose? Right. That you just don't have to struggle with. You so. can dough without wallflowers, you but can. yeah. It's but what so I was fun. saying about like it being a catchy song, and if it weren't the, for the the measles, exactly that specific thing, I would still do it. And it's one of those that you kind of hope lays dormant, and then later on in life. That child who maybe not is not even a child goes, whoa, oh, I get it now, I get it now. Yeah. and I think that's a beautiful thing. Oh, there's a lot of if songs I can plant like seeds that like for that, me as a kid. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, they might have been popular songs on the radio. I mean, like, it's Madonna all about like a virgin. I didn't know what that song was about, <laughs> but man, did I rock to it when I was like five years old. <laughs> I was a bit older. I, I, I knew what that was about. I did not know what that meant. Okay, well, anyway. And I just knew she was wearing a wedding dress, and I thought it was so pretty. <laughs> okay, that's a bad example, but she's still... <laughs> just watch Reservoir it Dogs. Happens. It'll all be explained. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. Okay, Um. so Moving once, on. once we've presented Doe, of course, you're not just going to sing songs that are just so me Doe. You're yeah. going to include the law. So this is where Apple Tree comes mm-hmm. in. This is where Ring Around the Rosie. Unfortunately, the almost Rosie. all of our folk songs get to Doe in a descending pattern. They do, and mm-hmm. that's that's okay. Um, and then, of course, while you're practicing Doe, now you also get to prep Ray. Yes. And this is where it gets really fun. Because you get your full pentatone. Yes. Not that they haven't been hearing it. Not that they haven't been experiencing it. But now you're calling their attention to it. Exactly. And oftentimes it's going to be focusing first with just do, re, and me. Yes. And then expanding to the full pentatone. Right. And this is where you, the pedagogue, really get to work all your skills and getting them from... Um, discerning so me do from me, me ray do because oh, wow isn't that a fun it's a trick. pitfall every yeah. time and mm-hmm. you know you've got lots of i mean this is where i, I are just we so rely, me doing are we me ray doing right i mm-hmm. rely a lot on on visuals at this point exactly and being on those instruments and putting the kids oh, on yeah. instruments so they can see those skips from so me do yep. and those steps from me ray do mm-hmm. so shall we ray are we talking oh, yeah ray? sorry did i is there anything else you want to say about do I think uh, we covered it. No. I mean, not that there aren't more songs, but yeah, obviously we're of... just giving a little taste of each one. Yeah. So, Ray, Bow Wow Wow, always a favorite. Yes. Um, because you can especially focus on the final phrase of Be Ray Do. Yep. Bow Wow Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I love to use is Closet Key. Because then you do ascend. <clears throat> yes, that is one of the few ones. I have lost my closet key in some lady's garden. I was wondering if you're going to ray it there. Help you... me find my closet key in some lady's garden. Yeah, that's yeah. the version that I know. Okay. Um, and I like that it goes Ray Me in the mm-hmm. first phrase and then Ray, ray do. do in the second phrase. Yep. Um, hot Cross Buns. Sorry, I'm, I'm just going off the list here. I'm well, not letting yeah. you talk. No, um, no, no Hot Cross Buns is a classic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So many great Do Re Mis. And then, of course, we, even like we said with Bow Wow Bow, then you're going to expand it to the full pentatone. Exactly. And I will say there are some years where I'm good about introducing that terminology of the pentatone. Yeah, I'm not as good about introducing that. I kind of wait till third grade. To I really do too, talk about actually. That. That's kind of what I've ended up doing as well, is that oh, it comes it becomes part of their review. I got to, I, I, sorry, I got to mention Great Big House in New Orleans. Oh, see, and that becomes a third grade song for me. Yeah, you know, I do it so late. Many. Second grade. Okay. Rocky Mountain is yes. another favorite. And some people Rocky Mountain um, and use it for half note. If you think, if you, if you feel, do, 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 remember me, or do, remember me. 
Uh, yeah, I ta rest that. But it's personal, it per- personal preference. Do, 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 Mimi, Ray, Ray, Dan. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of songs like that, of Rocky Mountain, of Bow Wow Wow, that have very simple rhythms. Mm-hmm. So then if I'm doing the version with ta rest, then it's only ta's, tt's, and rest. Exactly. And that way I can really have them focus on And therein the lies one of the beautiful things about co-dying it up yeah. is that when you're focused on these melodic things and you really want them to understand it's great that we have these songs that they're not being taxed rhythmically like it we're really focusing in on yes. specifically it, recognizing those intervals and the relationships of the notes to each other and that's that's one thing I, I am, I'm kind of ashamed to admit that it wasn't until I had my Kodai training that I really understood that melodically we're teaching relationships more than we're teaching, like, specific notes. Oh, yeah. It's not about note, note, note. No. It's about the intervals and hearing them. And that's the one of the reasons why other. solfege is, like, so strong and so important. Oh, yeah. And if you want to learn more, I'll plug ourselves. We have an episode all about why solfege. We do. I don't know what number it is off the top of my I'll head. We'll have link to link it. to it. But if you want to know more about why why do us Kodai folk <laughs> use solfege? Because, yeah, some people just think of solfege as just another way of doing scale degrees. And it's so much more than that. It's not just about memorizing hand nope. signs. Oh, and then I would also like to mention that Still in second grade, I am still just doing body signs. Oh, yeah. I do not introduce hand signs until third grade. No, I don't either. And I know there's different schools of thought on that. To me, I just like the bigger Big and the movements. more obvious movements, the more they're able to attach their voice to them. Yes. So body signs are really great at this age. Exactly. So now it is time for a work smarter, not harder tip yeah. from Tanya. Yeah. So this has to do with stations or centers when you're having kids in small groups rotating around the room. Yeah. Um, consistency is key. Oh, yeah. So um, I do, you know, I do stations regularly enough that the kids know the procedure. Mm-hmm. But a little fun thing that... Um, I started doing last year, and this I, I took from you, Carrie. Woohoo! Was I give them a little cue to listen for, for when to switch? For when to switch? Well, cool. so they always we always go clockwise, so mm-hmm. they know what station goes to what station. So that always works. Yeah. But I was doing cinco pas stations. Nice. And when it's time to rotate, I don't like you know blank lights or anything, but I like to keep it musical. Oh sure. So I just run over to the piano and I just play Alabama Gal or yeah. you know a cinco pas song. Totally. So as soon as they hear that, come through now, hurry. Then they and then just, they start singing while they, they rotate. And then they start singing while they rotate, which is like, yeah, we're being musical all the way. I also like to use recorded music sometimes. So, like, this week I'm going to be doing some Halloween spooky stations because I love to do stations Halloween week. And so this is when I'll do uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween nice, or, yes. you know, some vintage Halloween thing. You yeah. Know, thriller if you feel like you can. Um, <laughs> too you know, soon, too um, soon. Yeah, but just something fun like that is also good. Yeah. And then you don't have to play the piano you can just push play i like playing but no i like doing both i definitely do a combo of both but if it's like a thematic kind of thing like Mm -hmm. right before christmas i might play some you know sleigh ride or something right 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 get them to switch yeah so it's just a fun way to keep it all musical totally
And so now is our CODA section where we each share a professional or a personal recommendation of something we've been enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm just behind the times, but I'm going to share anyways. Are you going to share a personal recommendation? Oh, it's a personal Not thing. for the classroom. Oh, no, not at all. Okay. Um, I have finally started watching The Good Place, Tanya. Finally. Finally. Oh, my. I don't know what took me so long. We, um, that's and, our family show. Oh, my gosh. Thursday nights, like, that's it. Yeah. We don't watch I mean, anything else, like, online I called you like, right before The TV. Good Place, and you were like, I can't talk to you right now. I was like, <laughs> wow, okay, Tanya. Well, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> no, and I it's get a date. it now. Um, I'm not that far along. I'm only like a couple episodes into the second season, and okay. I don't watch it with my kids because they wouldn't get it at all, and they would just ruin it. Um, <laughs> so I, I enjoy it on my own, and it's funny because my husband he's ended up watching all of it too. But like we have such bizarro schedules, we're never home watching television at the same time. Yeah. So he watches it, I watch it, and we compare notes later. But right. um, it's so funny. I know it's so good, and. It, I thought it was going to be way more cutesy than it is. I no, like no, that no. it's not that cutesy. It's not. And it's not Kristen sentimental Bell at all. Um, I just imagined she was just going to be this cutesy perfect no, thing, no, and that's no. kind of the point. So she's not. She's and so not. Anyways, I'm just saying um, thank you for for telling me that I need to watch the show. Well, now that it's been a few years, I know. Yeah, so for cool. all of you who've already watched it, and you're like, "Wow, Carrie, what is wrong with you?" It's yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Okay. I like that they're short little episodes, yeah. and then I'm in and out, and it's good. But then I end up watching, like, six episodes. Well, yeah. It's good, like, background. I can kind of watch it while I'm also, like, lesson planning. Like, hmm. I can I can. I, can I don't like that. I, I, I want to enjoy it because, like... I mean, yeah. not like hard lesson planning. More, I like think I could draw out some manipulatives. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. I could like write that. on some foamy apples while I'm uh-huh, totally, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> so if you are like me and you've lived in a cave and haven't watched The Good Place, it is so awesome. You should watch it. It's yeah. on Netflix, even though it's a current show now. What season are they on now? Four. Okay. And the last. Oh, this is the last. Oh yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get there eventually. We're watching it on live TV. Wow, what's I know. that? <laughs> I don't even have that. Well, we actually have a little uh, antenna thing that, yeah, that we, we have to point one. towards our front door. Okay. It's like being in the 70s I don't again. know what happened to ours when we moved. It disappeared, so. Yeah. I don't know. It beamed back up to the mothership, <laughs> our antenna. It's yeah, well, gone. there's the internet. Yeah, there is. All right, so that's my silly little coda. No, How about great. you, Tanya? Um, I've been enjoying a lot of audiobooks because I drive, mm, drive, drive. so drive. far. Right. Um, but what's been really fun is that I've been jo- enjoying a lot with both my children, but mostly my daughter because um, I drive her to rehearsals, which are a little over an hour away from our school yes. on Thursdays. And then some on some weeks we have... Rehearsals on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which, uh-huh. yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of car time. Yes. And um, we've been enjoying quite a few audiobooks. Well, one that we finished up like a week ago was um, Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book, hmm. which I had never read. Okay. Have you read The Graveyard Book? No, I've never heard of it. It is a, um, I didn't realize it was a YA novel. Okay. But when I say YA, I don't really mean, I don't know. It's not like, uh, it's not YA-like. Um, I don't know. I just think to... Twilight when I think YA. Yeah, that's exactly. It's yeah. there's no there's no kissy kissy lovey lovey. Oh, lovey-lovey okay. In it's not romantic. The grave. No, it's not romantic at all. Okay. Not that YA is automatically YA dystopian or romantic. You know. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, but it is meant to be like a middle grade or a YA book, ah. which I didn't know. Um, and I really enjoyed the audio book specifically because there's a cast of actors. 
who take on all the roles. So it's not just one narrator. It's not just one person reading all of the different parts. There's like actors that are playing the different parts. So it's like a radio show. And it, yeah, and it's perfect. It was perfect for upcoming Halloweeny feels. Nice. Um, and they oh, use dance macabre out. a lot. Oh, cool. That, like a bluegrass version of dance macabre. Oh, fun. So you would like it. I just want to hear that. I know. Very cool. Yeah, they play that in between like some of the chapters and stuff. Nice. Yeah. On, What's yeah. it called again? Uh, the Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. Okay. On audio. On audio specifically. On audio, I don't. Yeah, this is what we experienced. Got it. Sounds fun. We've reached the double bar line. Thank you for listening to Music Teacher Coffee Talk. Our show notes can be found at Teaching Music, Tanya's Kodai Aspiring Blog. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Music Teacher Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed this show, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving us a review on iTunes to help others find this podcast. Um, We wanted to read a recent review that we got. It's so wonderful to see that people are listening and taking away stuff that they can use in the classroom. So I'm going to read this review from 95ADSRT. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, Anyway, it's titled Must Listen. I can't handle how amazing these two women are. I started listening on a whim, and now I can't stop. They've got great ideas ready to add and implement right away, and amazing ideas for the long term. I've taken to sitting down and taking notes because each podcast is a mini PD. Totally worth a listen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So next time we will be focusing on third grade I love as third we grade. continue. Oh, I know me too. Our uh, what we do in each grade series. Yep. So until next time, this is Carrie and this is Tanya wishing you happy musicking. <laughs>